0: it's distinct honor and privilege today to be joined by Dale Stinton, the Chief Executive Officer of the National Association of Realtors. Dale is a 31-year veteran of the NAR, having served in a number of key, pivotal roles in the organization and becoming CEO in November of 2005. Dale has received numerous awards and honors throughout his career, including Inman's 2010 Innovator of the Year, along with being featured as one of Smart Money Magazine's Power 30 Most Powerful and Influential Players in 2010, and named one of the most 100 Most Influential Real Estate Leaders of the Year by Inman News in 2011 and 2012. Now, let's welcome Dale to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris.
1: So, Dale, the first obvious question is, is what happened with you and Inman News for 2013 and 2014 that, for, that you dropped off the most influential <laughs> list?
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you, Tim. It, it, nice to be with you. I think I am on the list. I, I know I'm on the list for 13, and uh, I don't know that 14 has come out yet. So, But I'm, I'm pretty confident that I am on there uh, for those years, too. I, I
1: think you were too. That was just an oversight in our the yeah. on note, so I apologize for that. Yeah. So start <laughs> off by letting our start off by letting our listeners know, um, and we talked a little bit about your background at the National Association of Realtors. I, I guess when when we're making when we talk to our listeners and we're talking to them about the different things they're interested in hearing about, they are always really fascinated by what NAR does. And I guess there's nobody else better to tell us what NAR does than the guy that's running NAR. So, could you give them a little bit of background on what specific specifically um, you know you did prior to being the CEO, and then we can get into more in depth about what the National Association of Realtors does for those sure. agents who don't understand.
0: Sure.
2: Sure. Yeah. So, over 30 years ago, I came to NAR as uh, as a director of finance in in that area, and basically made it my life's mission to study. Uh, trade associations, and particularly NAR, since it's a very unique trade association. And uh, after about four or five years of that, I was promoted to CFO, and I was the CFO for uh, some twenty years, and then uh, again was promoted up to CEO about nine years ago. So it's been a it's been a marvelous career with uh, NAR and with uh, realtors.
1: So even though the industry has obviously changed, um, you know especially during the past 10 years. What are the fundamentals of, that National Association stands for? What, what remains the same? Can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. Fundamentally and foremost, uh, if you look at our strategic plan, and we have a committee that does these kinds of things, and we strategic plan and vision all the time, but for 30-plus years, the strategic plan mission statement has consistently said two things. Help our members in their business, and protect private property rights. And in a nutshell, that's what we exist for, to help our members make money and to protect private property rights in this country, which is a fundamental, we believe, a fundamental right of every American in the country.
1: Founding principle of our country, I always go as far as to say, is the right yes. to own property. So right. what's the biggest misconception that realtors have about the National Association of Realtors? Because there are a lot of misconceptions, yeah. a lot of agents yeah. kind of confused about what we do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've often thought about writing a paper or a book on the myths of uh, organized real estate, of which there are many. But a few that come to mind is, and and this is a humorous one, is uh, some folks, realtors and consumers, think that somehow uh, the National Association of Realtors, because we're so large and so effusive and so everywhere, they think we're actually a government agency, some type of uh, element of the government, which, of course, we're not. We're a not-for-profit corporate, Illinois corporation headquartered in Chicago with a large office in Washington for all of our advocacy, but we fundamentally exist to represent realtors. We invented the term way back when, when doctors and others had that sort of ending to the term, and uh, that's why we own the trademark Realtor and the, and the, and the big R, if you will. And the, another misconception is that you have to join the National Association of Realtors. Not true. There are roughly 2 million people licensed to sell real estate in the United States, and we have 1.1 million members. So there are 900,000 other licensed real estate people who are not uh, part of our organization. And lastly, there's another sort of amusing uh, item that people think of us, uh, the, the, the Realtor R used to be perceived as standing for Republican. And, uh, oh. of course, that's, uh, that's, that's further from the truth. Uh, consistently, for the last decade, uh, we have lobbied and advocated and contributed to candidates in Capitol Hill, and the percentage breakdown is 52% Republican, 48% Democrat. So we believe... We represent the realtor party, not the Republican or the Democratic parties.
1: Well, you know it's interesting, and I certainly paid attention to this during what will be historically known as the Depression. I imagine it certainly affected our industry, and uh, it's it, nobody else. And this is a thing, Dale, that agents don't clearly understand. There, as far as I know, and please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm often wrong. Just ask my wife. But there's <laughs> nobody else. There's nobody else in Washington D.C. That is lobbying lawmakers that is literally there for this one of the main purposes of protecting our industry ie realtors ability to make a living is there I mean it without the National Association of Realtors uh, especially during this housing bust, there could have been many opportunities for uh, realtors to be more put back on our heels so th- folks don 't seem to understand that the critical role that the association plays in literally protecting not just homeownership rights but our livelihoods is there anything that i mean how can we do a better job putting the word out that you guys really are protecting us and our livelihoods
2: well that's a that's a fantastic question and one that we talk about all the time because we're always talking about our value proposition and part and parcel of that is is those two key fundamental points the Uh, helping them in their business and and, uh, private property rights. Uh, One of the ways that we've attempted to do it for about 15 years is our consumer awareness campaign, which is a polite phrase for the advertising campaign that all the commercials on TV and radio that we run. And we move our message around from time to time depending on what's going on with the consumer base who we're trying to attract. Uh, during the, the depths of the, the downturn, if you will, our messaging turned to uh, the value of, of uh, home ownership and the value of real estate ownership because everybody was trashing real estate and saying, what a horrible investment, et cetera, et cetera. Now, five, six years into it, of course, everything has come back pretty well, and people begin to see that not only is real estate a good investment but you get to live in this one so this is the kind of messaging that we try to put out to the consumer and we also are always trying to relate to the consumer the difference between a realtor and a real estate licensee because a realtor in the dictionary in webster's dictionary is defined as a member of the national association of realtors which means you ascribe to a code of ethics and professional standards whereas the real estate licensees do not have to so that's that's we we've we tried very hard over the last 5 or 6 years to not have realtors get blamed for the crisis and you know the appraisers got whacked the title guys the mortgage companies the bankers and i think uh, we did a pretty good job over the 5 or 6 year period of keeping realtors from getting pulled into that blame game
1: the National Association of Realtors campaign that you guys came out with showing how getting away from buying a home as strictly as an investment reminding uh, folks that it's a place to live and investment is secondary was brilliant and that's probably that campaign in particular I remember the first time I saw one of those commercials I thought you know Julie and I sold real estate in Ohio and you did mm-hmm. not sell real estate for the most part as an investment in, in Ohio because if you're lucky, it kept up with the rate of inflation as far as its quote unquote appreciation. And you know our country kind of got maybe a little bit too far down the road that buying a home is like owning a wedding lottery ticket. That campaign right. that you guys that that campaign that you guys came out with was brilliant. I just hope the National Association of Realtors stays on message with homeownership being primarily about owning a home, a place, secure family, a secure place for your family, and stays away from the allure of looking at it as an investment vehicle, because that's where the problems start, I think, with, with confusing consumers. But in any event, that's the yeah, soapbox, yeah. sorry for that. Um, so looking back over your career, what were some of the big moments, uh, you know, either personal or industry-wide that jump out at you? I can't imagine, uh, <laughs> I'd be interested to know if you know, if it had something more significant than the, than the real estate crash.
2: Uh, yeah, well, you know, g- having gone back as far as I do, this crash was the third in my history at NAR. So, uh wow. it's been it tends to go through a 7-year cycle. This one might have been the most severe, but this is the third one that I have experienced. And so, it's not like we got used to it, but it is n- it is something we have uh seen before. The you know, but going back I will say uh, 18 years ago when we invented realtor.com as a real estate portal now of course there's competition and others in the space but back then when everybody was trying to figure out what the internet was and where it was going when we created realtor.com as a a portal for listing data that was a a, a pretty seminal event in organized real estate. Uh, There was another one that we fought for seven years and finally succeeded Uh, this past decade which was to keep banks out of real estate there was Mm -hmm. a lot of lobbying on Capitol Hill for banks to be allowed to own real estate businesses and get into that imagine what this real estate recession bordering on depression would have looked like if the banks owned real estate companies it would have been a nightmare and we were successful in getting Congress to pass legislation that forbids them from uh, owning real estate companies Another one I have referred to in the, uh, a few minutes ago was uh, the Realtor Party. About five years ago, we started officially something called the Realtor Party because we were figuring out that on Capitol Hill in Washington, where we have a goodly number of lobbyists and advocates, we were doing a pretty good job of protecting private property rights and keeping everybody's home ownership values stable. But what we were finding is at the state and local level. The attacks were coming, so we had them shut down federally, but then they were sort of coming in the back door. so we invented the realtor party about five years ago, which is a massive campaign to fit up every local association in the country, of which there's fourteen hundred of them, to be a, a, a campaign headquarters for the realtor party and begin to advocate for real estate at the state and local level so that we had all the bases covered then lastly. This one, I have to say, because it's a recent one, the recent acquisition by Move, who uh, is the company that we have the operating agreement with to run Realtor.com, that acquisition by News Corp uh, last month uh, took about six months of my life, but we're very high on the potential for News Corp to take them yet to another level. So those are some, those are some pretty big moments.
1: Dale, even though we didn't have News Corp questions on our list, can we talk a little bit about that? Because that is something all of our listeners are really sure. interested happy in.
2: Sure, happy to.
1: Happy to. So, Okay, excellent. So uh, you, I don't want to, uh, I have my own opinions what's going to come of that. I've shared those with our listeners on the radio show. I mean, now that News Corp owns Move.com, well, manage, runs whatever the legal term for it is, along with no. List Hub. And that puts them in an unbelievably powerful position that they could hypothetically turn off the spigot of listings from ListHub to the other portals. I mean, all kinds of things could possibly happen. But mm-hmm. what do you what What are your, the expectations of the National Association of Realtors now <coughs> that we have News Corp on our side? What do you think is going to happen? What is expected to happen because of because of this new relationship?
2: I I think the part that people are missing that is the most exciting about it and you can talk about uh, the the other portals and you can talk about competition you can talk about list hub and syndication and all those things but I think what people are missing is that this is the first time ever you've seen the largest trade association in the world combined with the number three portal in the space matched up with a platinum level media company that knows how to deliver messaging and branding to uh, the consumer. But even that if you got that far and you could see that that trilogy, that triumvirate is a very strong, unique, not just additive relationship but a new uh, uh, basis for approaching the consumer what's missing is that this is going to be a global play The News Corp and Realtor.com, NAR has 85 relationships with associations in 85 countries around the world. People forget about that. We have uh, hundreds of thousands of, uh, they like to call themselves realtors, even though it's our own trademark. It's kind of hard to defend it in Italy and France and other places. But we intend with News Corp, which is a global media company, to uh provide the listing data of our members globally and in return re, uh, uh create a global uh marketplace for our members. Now somebody from Des Moines, Iowa will say, well, big deal. I I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. I don't the, 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 I I don't I don't care about the global market. Well, they will. Last year alone, 92 billion dollars of foreign money came into this country buying residential real estate so we're ideally placed for the next generation of portals and of listing syndication and of presenting a uh, fair and uh, a value proposition to the consumer that their property is going to get the absolute best marketing it can
1: what have the what has been the feedback from members about their fears about the News Corp <clears throat> acquisition. What are you hearing that, you're, that, that you would like to put out there as far as what your, you know, the feedback you're getting from members, what they're, yeah. what they're scared of happening as a result?
2: What I, I really thank you for that question because I'd like to dispel yet another myth that somehow we're going to lose control of Realtor.com. Realtor.com is a term that, NAR owns the term Realtor. Has always will. No one can take it from us. There's an operating agreement with a company called Move, which has been acquired by News Corp, to to operate that website. That website is uh, the, the the primary consumer-facing uh, vehicle by which NAR and its members present listing data. The myth is is that somehow News Corp, because they're so big and massive and great at what they do, that they're going to somehow overwhelm. Realtor.com, or turn it into something that, uh, that will not be good for our members or the consumer. The best way I can say it is they would not have paid a billion dollars to destroy something. They would not have paid over a billion dollars, and they're going to put a lot more money into a better consumer experience to turn it into something that consumers and realtors don't like. So the That, plus, I'll be even more specific with you about fear. Uh, NewsCorp has some of the finest attorneys in the world. Well, guess what? So does NAR. We have some of the finest attorneys in Chicago, inside and outside. Uh, we are quite confident that the operating agreement spells out the terms and conditions by which NewsCorp Move can operate realtor dot com. And many, if not all of them, are the same ones we had before the acquisition. So we're quite comfortable that no one's going to be taken advantage of, but that the opportunities to get back to number one and to present a, uh, a marketing point of view for our members with consumers is second to none because of their media and branding capabilities.
1: So get back to number one. I and everything I love that aspect of it because that's where realtor.com has to be. It has to be the dominant portal, it has to be the place where consumers go to look at uh, homes for sale. And you know what's interesting, agents don't understand that realtor.com even though they're running commercials for this, realtor.com does have uh, more up-to-date information about homes for sale. And and you know, maybe that's another major focus of News Corp putting the word out that our information is the freshest, it's the most up-to-date. And uh, agents, you guys need to recognize that too. So if you're going to be investing money on buying leads, you need to seriously consider investing money and in buying leads in the company that's actually going to uh, support our industry and versus basically you know, not supporting the industry in the way that we would like to have it happen. So I did hear you say, get back to number one, and I assume mm-hmm. that was one of News Corp's stated goals. Do you... I, well, any ideas or anything you feel comfortable talking about as far as their their plans and how they're going to do that, how quick we're going to see a difference? I mean, that's what really what I think our listeners want to know. But as far as the, the News Corp acquisition, what are we going to see? How soon are we going to see it? And agents, yeah. you know, they don't want to feel like they're being holden, beholden to Zillow and Trulia anymore. I mean, that's really the bottom line.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah great question. I think, I think um, it's hard to predict when they'll see the exact changes in the sense that, uh, that the the deal just closed less than a month ago, and obviously they couldn't really work on anything until then. So it's really quite new. But I, I can tell you that the number one conversation was creating a much better consumer experience on the site. And uh, they have some experience with that in Australia, and in fact they own a site in Italy, and you'll see two or three other uh, countries that they have Taken a similar position, and again because of their global vision for this, but th- they recognize and we recognize that the consumer experience has to be infinitely better than it is now to attract the eyeballs and to get the stickiness to the site. But at the same time, there's a fundamental thing about listing data. People just sometimes want to know is it available and the basics of it, and they don't want to know a whole lot more other than that. In fact, I get lots of uh, inquiries from people or comments from people that tell me when they're done looking at all the infotainment they get on the other sites, that when they're ready to buy, they come to Realtor.com.
1: Well, but the infotainment on the other sites is hurting our brand. There's no two ways sure. to do it. The, the and that's information, where, uh, the outdated information, it's, it's infuriating for, you know this, you hear this more than I do, but our coaching clients having to overcome all the all the infotainment, as you said, you know, yeah. that's so frustrating. Can I can I ask you a question? You can feel free to take a complete pass on this, and I'll, our <laughs> listeners will understand. Sure. Okay. So sure. I'm gonna, we didn't rehearse this. We didn't
2: rehearse this. Yeah.
1: I know we didn't. If, remember, you're the one that went off our script. So, <laughs> but if you don't want to answer this question, I completely understand. Um, yeah. Why doesn't uh, Why doesn't ListHub just stop syndicating listings? the trillion Zillow, wouldn't that in essence basically uh, cut off their, the very lifeblood that they need to get eyeballs on their sites, thus ending uh, this really sometimes adversarial relationship between National Association of Members and these other sites? I mean, why, is, why doesn't ListHub just say, enough is enough? Or why doesn't move.com say, hey, ListHub, enough is enough? And remember, you can pass so- on that question.
2: Right. No, I'm happy to answer it because there's a very actual, a factual answer to that. Here's how it works. ListHub takes has data content provider agreements with MLSs. MLSs get their instructions from brokers as to where they want their listings to go. So the broker tells the MLS, "I want it here, and I want it here, and I want it here." ListHub must respect the MLS's content agreements and send it where the broker asks it to be sent.
1: Okay, that makes sense. So will News Corp have the same level of agreement or same level of understanding of, of those agreements? In other words, will they follow those rules? Is that part of the continuation of the operation agreements that you guys had them agree to? Is that what you're telling me?
2: No, no. The ListHub is a separate corporation owned by Move and therefore not subject to the operating agreement with realtor.com. So, right. NAR actually, NAR has no say in how ListHub is operated. I'm just telling you what I know about how they're operating, which is they're respecting what the brokers of the country are asking them to do.
1: No, I understand. We had the ListHub um head person on the radio show and she explained that too. Uh, but you, you you know from the from our from the National Association of Realtors perspective, when they understand their relationship between ListHub and and Trulia and Zillow, and they're going on listing appointments and they're getting you know feedback about what's my home worth, not you know not being in alignment with what the true market value is, and all these added objections and issues that they're having, uh, then they go back and realize that ListHub is the one that you know is providing information. You know it's it's confusing, and I think that uh, members <laughs> yeah. members are members are already asking questions. And it'll be mm-hmm. very interesting to see from a competitive perspective, since it would be the best left hook ever. I mean, it would be interesting to see if mm-hmm. News Corp is planning on either limiting further or just completely cutting off the feed uh, to those, uh, you know, those portals. And you know, so there you go. You answered the question though yeah. the way that, that yeah, uh, if yeah. I
2: can offer st- if I can offer one thing, while they respect the other portals they are slaves to their customer and if their customer right. is the broker they'll they'll do what the broker tells them to do now if the broker tells them they don't want them there anymore that's a different question isn't it uh the brokerage community has to make a decision about marketing and how it uh provides the listing data to who and uh we have always taken a market driven approach to this in terms of our uh influence in the marketplace we go right up to the brink, but we're not going to step into the chasm and tell the industry, frankly, how, to conduct its, how brokers should conduct their business, because that is their business, and we're here just to help them in it, but not to tell them how to do it.
1: So what I'm hearing you say is at the end of the day, if the brokers want this to change, they have to be the change. They have to be right. the ones that, maybe just on an MLS basis, say we no longer want it. You know, we at least want the option of not providing information here or there or wherever. So, really, at the end of the day, and you've know, you got to respect that because your members of the brokers and whatnot, they're all individual business owners, and they have the ability
2: to right. make their own right.
1: decisions about what's best for their businesses. That makes perfect sense. Right, and,
2: and re- right. remember, you've got your large broker versus your small broker. You know, there's a lot of dynamics. Uh, some are employees, some are independent. So there's a lot of variables that go into a broker's decision about where to list and provide their data. Let me offer you one other point of view about uh, NAR and the marketplace, though. Uh, there is some myth and confusion about the portals and whether we consider them friends or enemies. Fundamentally, take it to the bank, here's how we feel about it. We like the competition. I just wish there were 10 more like them. I want as many portals and as many people producing products and services for our members, I want them fighting over our members like crazy so that our members get the best possible services. And if that comes from a competitor, then so be it. So it might be odd for you to hear that, but I am a big fan of the more the merrier.
1: No, it makes sense, not to mention the fact that there's more people putting information about homes for sale. It's going to whet the appetite of potential buyers and sellers, and at the end of the day, there's more real estate transactions. So it makes complete sense. Yeah.
2: Ninety percent of every home sold in this country is sold by a realtor.
1: Yeah, really. So if we can get more there people you go. motivated because they come across a nice website, then that's all the better. Right. Uh, so right. in the time we have remaining, I'm curious, what are you seeing? What's going to surprise, and uh, hopefully in a positive way, the industry in the next 12 months? What's on the horizon that you're excited about?
2: Well, the the obvious one, of course, is the is the News Corp acquisition, and we're yet we'll see how that plays out. But I think uh, 2015 will be a a a, a threshold year for uh, for portal activity. So that's number one. We're very concerned about um, uh, where new home ownership is going to come from the young folks or uh, uh, just in terms of uh, you know getting on the ladder and moving up the ladder and an issue for us there that we're very concerned about is the whole student de- debt situation which is a trillion dollar problem and preventing a lot of young folks from considering home ownership so we're focused pretty hard on that we also look into 2015 and see that uh, on Capitol Hill they're going to be talking about taxation again uh, we're hopeful that they confine their considerations in ne- next year to corporate tax reform, but there has been talk for five or six or seven years now, and frankly for many years before that, but it heated up with the recession uh, about uh, mortgage interest deduction and uh, other tax preference items for real estate, so we're ever ever vigilant on that front to make sure that uh, we get fair and equitable treatment there and that we protect Every homeowner's uh, right to own property, and the and the items in the tax code when it started that have been there for, yay, almost a hundred years, related to to uh, deductions, et cetera. So that's a that's a big item. Uh, of course, uh, there'll be a lot of conversation about um, incubators, startups, crowd sourcing, funding. Who else is getting into the space? That's always fun to see because, as I said, the, I love it when uh, a successful startup makes some headway and begins to get the funding to provide services for our members. So I think you're going to see that. But the big issue for us with all that, having said all that, is is uh, available capital. Uh, we've got to get the banks to uh, uh, start loaning again. We've just worked with Fannie and Freddie to lower some of the limits there for uh, uh, providing mortgages, and, and now they're providing 5% and 10% loans again. And w- we're working very hard with them to be rational about it so that we don't uh, find ourselves uh, getting ahead of the game again and people speculating and that recognizing that a home is first and foremost to be lived in and not to be viewed as uh, uh, the the investment of the next century. You know, I live in the Chicago area have all my life, and we get five percent appreciation a year in a good market, and we're thrilled with that uh, because mm-hmm. when the market goes down, we don't go down thirty percent, and we don't go up thirty percent. We like a good stable return on our investment, but mostly we like the fact that we're living in it. And home ownership is a different animal than you. Have to think about when it comes to this investment issue. Home ownership creates community. Home ownership, people with home ownership, and not to cast aspersions on rental folks, because frankly, we're for them too, because somebody owns the real estate they're renting. But the point is, home ownership consistently delivers lower crime rates, better schools, better grades, better opportunities. There's a list of 20 things I can tell you that home ownership does in the community that binds it together, and uh, that's why we do what we do.
1: Well, it's, it's all that. It's more stable families. It's more stable communities. It's more stable, right? I've read those reports, and they're brilliant. Folks need to you know, really – that's a great – every agent, every member should have those points memorized or at least have them in printed form to pass out to their clients because it really does – it, it it paints a picture that I think you were talking about the idea of getting rid of the mortgage interest tax deduction. Every time that comes up, I always ask myself, why are they making that a political hot button? I mean, at the end of the day, what's the whole point of even making that an issue? You know, people say, well, it's an entitlement, and 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 you know what? Maybe it is. But the fact is, is if you look at all the benefits for the little, it's not really that significant in terms of the amount of taxes that someone would or wouldn't be, I mean, the amount of money that they're saving is significant to them. The amount of money that added money that the government would get if it didn't exist versus the benefit that the government gets and our society gets, it it just seems to me like it's a red herring of an argument. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I,
2: I, you know, I, I couldn't yeah, agree I, more. Let me, let me give you the articulated uh, Wall Street answer, though. Real estate is 22% of the gross... National product. So if you just want to put it on those terms alone, it creates a heck of a lot of jobs and creates a lot of opportunity for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, very interesting. And it is kind of, uh, we're in a trend. You said something before, Dale, and I don't mean to go back like five questions, but it's, it's worth repeating. Um, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Jonathan Smoke from Realtor.com, or maybe it was one of our other guests. Point out the fact that real estate has a tendency to go to a, a seven to 10 year cycle. Um, mm-hmm. And that, the you know, if you if you will go back, uh, you know, twenty thirty years, you'll see that it has a tendency to have little you know booms and little busts, and that statistically, that we should be right in the very beginning stages of another seven to ten year cycle.
2: Do you see it mm-hmm. that way?
1: Is that is that the viewpoint from the National Association?
2: Um, it is it is hard to answer that just yes or no in the sense that that um, it is tr- it is very true that the five or six years we're just coming out of, there has never been anything like it other than the Great Depression. So my tendency is to think it may take a little longer than that, but I think your 10 years is probably uh, a fairer uh, estimate of of that. But it all depends on capital. The world revolves around the money, and it all depends on how tight or how loose uh, uh, the availability of capital is for the average uh, uh, homeowner and the average consumer and if there's, uh, 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 and the economy that goes with it. So uh, it, it's almost an articulation of what you think the economy is going to look like for the next 10 years. And I frankly think our economy over the next seven to 10 years is going to be stable, uh, but not setting anything on fire, Uh and frankly, I'm not bothered by that. I, I think a return to stability in our economy and everything we do is, is everybody would, I think everybody would like to have uh, things calm down a bit.
1: Absolutely. So are there any questions that I should have asked you that I didn't? Anything else you'd like to say to our 50,000 listeners that we have every month?
2: Well, I have to tell you how uh, how much I've enjoyed uh, uh, talking to you and, and w- would be happy to uh, come on some other time if you would invite me but i i do want to i do want to say one thing about what we're trying to do this past year in 2014 we did a very important thing with with uh uh some of the work done at NAR at the November convention we passed a proposal to uh to have our members aspire, it isn't mandatory, because we have a code of ethics, which is mandatory, but to aspire to a code of excellence, to aspire to being even better than they are, to to really be the best they can be. And we're going to be working real hard on that in 2015 to articulate what that means to everybody. But really, it's a stake in the ground telling everybody that we're not going to rest on our laurels. We think the term realtor is is an incredible brand. We think our members are some of the most incredible people in the in the country, if not the world, because of how they uh, are part of every community. Um, but we this code of excellence that we're talking about is just upping, raising the bar yet one more notch to let the consumer know that we're not going to uh, rest until they get the best uh, housing experience they can possibly have.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant. And, you know, it's interesting. We I'm glad the fact, Dale, that you were so forthcoming in saying that National Association of, of Realtors' you know, primary job is to protect homeownerships and obviously protect uh, real estate agents, real, realtors, and their businesses, because a lot of people are sheepish about that. And I appreciate the fact that you were so direct in that statement. And, and you know, it's interesting. If you look strictly, if you are somebody who is, say, you know, just out of college or in your late 20s, early 30s, and you're thinking about a career path to follow, and maybe you have an entrepreneurial bent, I cannot think of anything better than getting a real estate license. I mean, if you think about the all the upside, all the potential opportunity, all the everything that our industry has to offer, um, I'm, you know, that's something that I'm excited about. I'm excited about the number of people that are going to wake up to realize that real estate is an incredible career path is an incredible way to really have a fantastic lifestyle and make a true contribution to your community. And, you know, you're no better. I can't think of any better example than you and your long career uh, protecting our industry. And and Dale, I really sincerely
2: appreciate you being on our radio show today. Well, I had a great time and I thank you all very much.
1: And we'll definitely have you back. So we're going to hold you to that. And next (laughs) time, let's talk about some of the nitty gritty stuff, some of the little Obscure facts and whatnot that people don't that are you know members don't know about the national association because sure. I think we should let's really, do let's do, should myth, really, let's do a myth
2: let's do a MythBuster show.
1: <laughs> I was about to say that. Okay, that's the theme. So the next radio show we do with you will be the MythBuster one. That'll be great. Great. Well, thank, Thanks, you Thank Jim. you very much, Dale, and thank you, listeners. And um, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.